Welcome to the BSDcast of Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in today's episode, we're following up on the PowerSpot Power Over Distance Wireless Transmitter. To recap, PowerCast unveiled its Power Over Distance Wireless Transmitter at CES 2018. Now, the PowerSpot is, is the very first wireless charger that works in a so-called far field up to 80 feet away. The PowerSpot sends RF energy over the 915 megahertz ISN band and a power harvester receiver and the device, device being charged converts the energy to direct current. By contrast, most of the alternatives, including the popular Qi standard, rely on inductive charging, which requires intimate contact and charges devices up to 1.6 inches away. So different functions, diff different methods. Uh, the iPhone X actually uses that, that standard, the Qi standard. So we, we've had PowerCast here twice before and uh, to discuss this wireless charging tech. And with the recent release of the PowerSpot, we're proud to welcome Dr. Charles Green back to the show to discuss it. So Dr. Green, wel welcome back. Uh, and since we previewed the PowerSpot at CES, I'm sure, I'm sure it's been a wild ride. So since PowerSpot's unveiling back in January, how has it been received in the marketplace? Well, first off, thanks for having me back on. We appreciate all the interest in our technology and our products. We were excited earlier this year to announce at CES our PowerSpot transmitter, which was both FCC and ISED Canada approved. And uh, you mentioned it's, it just recently started shipping to some of our customers, which is great. And um, that PowerSpot transmitter complements our existing uh, PowerCaster transmitter that was approved back in 2010. So we've had, uh, we've had technology on the market and product on the market for quite some time now. And uh, with the, the PowerSpot announcement, we're seeing tremendous growth in our business, not only on the consumer side, but also uh, on our uh, traditional business, the commercial and industrial side. And we've, um, we've inked several deals this year already with Fortune 200 companies. Mm, yeah, that's, that, that's a really cool stuff. So in, in our previous conversations, we, we discussed how there's probably a place for both, both inductive and, and long-distance wireless charging. Uh, but, the, but the power spot and its underlying technology is, is obviously a huge deal. So why, why is power over distance wireless charging so important for the industry? Well, it really depends on the market. So if you look at in the industrial market, for, for that particular market, it's more about uh, eliminating the battery replacement and the wiring because you don't want to have to roll a truck to go change batteries in a device or have b wires break on a piece of rotating or um, flexible machinery like a robotic arm because mm -hmm. that can really cause a lot of downtime in your process. And um, that's, that's basically money that it costs you to not only do the maintenance but uh, lost, uh, lost sales because your line is down. But if you look at it from an OEM perspective, it's more about how can I differentiate my product? Can I get rid of the, the charging port on there, so the, the USB uh, connector, which is a failure point that uh, could be a warranty concern of mine if that's my product? Or I may need a waterproof device where gasketing or, or putting a, a cover over those ports to provide waterproofing um, is additional expense in my product. Um, so where wireless power can eliminate that port altogether um, and eliminate that problem for OEMs. From the consumer side, it's more about the convenience and usability of the devices. Um, how can I 
uh, eliminate the cords that are cluttering up my, my countertop? Um, how can I have transparent recharging of devices? So the, the, really the, the, the holy grail here is I can just throw my devices down and they'll automatically start to charge and I don't need to worry about plugging them in, changing batteries, things like that. And that's really what, um, what our technology can do with power over distance and that's um, in those different markets is a little bit different in terms of uh, what the importance is, but um, they all see benefits of the, the, the power over distance. Right. Now, let's take a step back for a moment. I, I, I introduced the PowerSpot technology, um, and, and we're really excited about it, but I obviously didn't do it justice, not like you guys can. So for those who didn't catch our previous two podcasts or, or, or weren't at CES, could you briefly discuss the, the tech behind PowerCast wireless transmitter? Absolutely. You touched on it a little bit in your, your opening, but what the technology is, we have a transmitter. That tra transmitter generates an RF field sends it out over distance, and then PowerCast makes custom receiver chips that very efficiently take that field back out of the air, convert it into usable DC, and can either recharge batteries or power devices directly. So some of the areas that we focus on, uh, wireless sensors is a big market for us. Uh, think of rotating machinery, robotic arms, things where you can't run wires or you don't want to run wires due to breakage. We do a lot in that particular area. Um, also, what we call high-function RFID or RFID plus, and that's RFID including other things beyond identification, so things like sensors or displays. Um, we recently announced back in April that uh, we did a, with E-Ink, we did a RFID price tag that had no batteries inside. So that's a really interesting product we've been working on for a couple years now with E-Ink to be able to eliminate batteries and uh, those types of applications. Um, obviously, consumer electronics and the power spot in particular um, is an area that we're focusing on with charging some of the uh, computer and mobile peripherals. Um, credentials is an area where we focus too, where you have identification badges or smart ID badges that have additional electronics inside that you, you really don't want to plug in a badge just because there's so many of them. So that's an area where we've, we've done, done a lot of work. Um, and automotive is starting to pick up for us too. Even though it's got a long uh, design in cycle, there's a lot of sensors and things in vehicles that uh, they would like to not have to wire. And um, that's just to name a few, but there's uh, obviously uh, it's a horizontal technology, goes into a lot of different end markets, but I uh, just touched on a few for you. Mm -hmm. now, now, as I mentioned, uh, there, there probably is a place for, for both uh, inductive and long-distance wireless charging, but in comparing uh, inductive with, with over-the-air charging, I, I assume we have a, a loss of efficiency with the latter with, without the intimate contact, which um, in, in this case I guess, I guess works against it, uh, which is offset by the convenience and flexibility afforded by uh, power over distance wireless charging. So what are some of the other major advantages and disadvantages of each sort of wireless charging tech? Well, I agree with you. I think both of the technologies have a place in the market, and I think their places are a little bit different. Uh, if you look at inductive, it's from a power perspective, it's much higher power than, than RF is. But from an alignment perspective, most of the solutions you're seeing on the market from things like Qi-type chargers, you have to have very precise placement of those uh, to enable the charging to occur. And if you have it slightly offset, it does not work. Um, RF gives you the freedom of placement because you can uh, you you have that uh, 
the freedom of placement around in front of the transmitter, and you can reorient and reposition the devices, and they can still recharge. They're not as sensitive to the placement. Um, in terms of implementation of the uh, of the technologies, inductive is typically a flat surface. And if you don't have a flat surface in your product, that presents a challenge, and that's where uh, RF can can really be a good uh, solution because antennas can be curved and shaped and contoured to the product um, to take advantage of uh, the space that's inside and it doesn't necessarily need a flat surface like in the inductive coils do. Right. The other is oh. with the with, mm -hmm. the, with the inductive solutions, uh, it's typically more of a one-to-one. -one. We're seeing some things come out that are, that are one to a couple. Uh, RF is one to many, and um, that's, uh, th that's definitely an advantage. And to kind of touch on the efficiency point that you brought up, um, I would say inductive is kind of a moderate efficiency because if you compare it to a wire, it's still less efficient. But on the RF side, we tend to look at efficiency more on a macro scale. So what are we what are we doing with that energy? So if we're powering something on a piece of machinery, the data we're getting back from that machinery, what is it doing? It could be controlling kilowatts of energy. So if you look at it on a macro scale, you may be losing uh, half a watt of energy, but you're controlling kilowatts of energy and in, in, from a macro scale, it's very, very efficient. And if you look on the consumer side, that, that convenience and usability, what it really costs you, if our power spot were to run 20, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, 365 days a year. It would only cost you about a dollar fifty a year to run. Um, so it's a very inexpensive way to solve a problem that uh, many of these consumers are seeing. Right, and, and I guess from from a certain perspective, the you know the the power spot uh, transmitter is is almost one of a kind. So it's it's hard to find things to compare it to at this point. It's not not a direct uh, comparison between that and, and inductive very different technologies. But uh, in, in your press release, you, you mentioned that the PowerSpot uh, can charge up to 30 PowerSpot-enabled devices. And, and while the effective range is up to 80 feet, each device has its own recommended charging distance. So what are some of the more popular devices and their suggested, uh, suggested ranges? Well, first off, I'd say 30 devices isn't a hard limit. It's more application-specific. We've done some bulk recharging applications where we've charged more than 30 devices. So it was an ID badge where the ID badge was used with guests, and they would use it during the day and then bring it back. And the device was recharged in a storeroom. There were many hundreds of devices with a couple of, uh, of our transmitters in, in that room, and they would recharge overnight. Um, and we've had other applications where it's one-to-one. -one. Um, so it's really application-specific, um, but uh, the 30, the 30 uh, devices is just something we use in our marketing material. Um, but we are seeing a lot of interest, and in, in to address your question directly, if you look at things like your headphones or your game controllers, uh, those types of devices are relatively heavy usage, so they need to be two feet or less uh, from, from our transmitter. Um, mm -hmm. Things like keyboards and mice have bigger capacity batteries, but they also have lower discharge uh, because they're lower power devices. So something like that, we can go as far as six feet away. And then things like TV remotes and smart cards that have um, lower draw, current draw from the batteries, we can go even further out to about 10 feet. And then if you look at the things that are extremely low power, like building automation sensors, think window breakage sensors or temperature sensors, for those types of devices, we've gone as far as 60 to 80 feet from one of our transmitters. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So fi finally, for, for those of our listeners who, who are interested, and, and judging by the reaction of, of our previous two conversations, I would say it's quite a few of them. Uh, what does the PowerSpot transmitter cost, and what does the package include? So we distribute through Aero Electronics, Mauser, and DigiKey. And if you go to those distributors, you'll find our, our PowerSpot transmitter. It costs around $100. It's a little bit different from distributor to distributor. Um, that's at single pieces. Um, so in high volume, we expect that to be retail about $50 to the end consumer. And that's very similar to what you're seeing with some of the Qi chargers that are on the market. Um, in terms of what's in the, the PowerSpot, uh, what comes with the PowerSpot itself, it's obviously the PowerSpot transmitter. We have a uh, a six-foot cord that goes with that, and it can be powered either from any USB port or from um, the AC wall adapter that's provided. Um, and that, uh, that transmitter is currently shipping uh, through our distributors and to some of our key partners. And um, I would kind of wrap it up by saying that uh, I would expect, uh, expect to see some partnership and product announcements between now and CES that are going to be utilizing the PowerSpot transmitter. No, oh, excellent. Well, uh, we'll definitely be following the story as, as, as always. Thanks for all the great info. Uh, it's, it's always a great pleasure speaking with you. And, and at this point, I think you win the prize for most appearances by a single guest. Uh, this, is, this is your third appearance. Uh, anyway, on, on behalf of PSD, we, we want to thank you again for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in.